Welcome back to Fringe and Flourish. I'm your host, Laura Magruder, and this is part two of my chat with Sarah and Jenny, co-hosts of the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. If you haven't listened to part one, go back to last week's episode and catch up on that before we go ahead and start part two. Also, heads up on this part, we did have a few technical difficulties since we are recording distance, so just giving you guys a heads up and apologizing in advance. You may hear the audio cut in and out a little bit, but either way, enjoy the episode and we'll see you next week. Enjoy. I heard you say something about boundaries earlier. Oh, yes. I love boundaries. Do you talk yeah. about all that? <laughs> People tell me all the time, they're like, Sarah, if I've learned nothing else from you, it's about boundaries. And I am like, I will take it. I will take it. My work is done here. You know? <laughs> so, um, and I think it comes from, honestly, I think it comes from my years in mental health of seeing hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people just really suffering because they haven't one, they don't know what their boundaries are. And then two, they don't know how to implement them. And so they're just being walked all over. And it started from my childhood. And this is kind of what we talked about in one of our podcast episodes of the things we learned from our parents. One of the things I learned from watching my dad is he is the most thoughtful, caring, like, it's ridiculous how thoughtful and caring he is. He'll go out of his way for people. And they like, he takes the initiative. They're not even saying anything. Like, here's an example at his church. Um, when he was in a divorce and one of the women in the support group was like, you know, I realized the other day that no one has ever cooked a steak for me. She's like, I've never eaten a steak. Like no one's ever cooked a steak unless it was at a restaurant. Like in her marriage, that was one of the things that made her so sad. And she was like, you know, even that. And so my dad, with like he heard that story in the support group. He made her a steak and brought her a steak to the next support group meeting. And was like, I just want you to, like, that's his way of like, right. you're Access a valuable service. human. Yeah. Yes, yes. So you know what I mean? So I saw that growing up, but I saw him get walked all over, like trampled. And I was just like, hell to the no. I'm not going to let that mess happen to me because it was just crazy town. And so that's when I learned like, no, I want to have better boundaries and I don't want to let I got it's that balance, right? Of like not black and white, the gray area of I don't want to be jaded. I want to still be caring. I want to still be thoughtful, but I also don't want people to walk all over me. And that is what boundaries are of. I can still be caring. I can still be loving. I can still assume the best of people and and I can teach people how to love me best. I can teach people how to interact with me. I can teach myself what is okay and what is not okay with me and speak up and advocate in, in a assertive way not a passive or not aggressive. And I think when you do, when you communicate those boundaries clearly and from a place of like, this is just me and this is what aligns with my heart and my vision and my beliefs, people respect that more. Yes. And like, they're you're like, making oh, your life easier. oh, okay. Like, okay. I see, I see where your boundaries are. Like, I appreciate that. Like, they're not guessing anymore. They know. Yep. 
Exactly. And it's just really fascinating to me because I'm, I, I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little noncommittal when it comes to making plans, especially during the week. I am noncommittal and I'm not going to commit to something if I am not 100% sure that I can follow through with it because I love renegotiating mm-hmm. commitments, but I've let people know, hey, like because of my the nature of my work, some days I come home and I'm just so exhausted that I don't want to overcommit myself and then not be mm-hmm. who you need me to be at that time or social commitment or whatever it is. And so, right. and then I have like my boundaries of like, no, I don't do things. I don't do things Wednesday or Thursday nights because those are my nights. And like, that's, those are the days I work late and, you know, I can hang out on Friday, but I got to leave by 1130 because I have to work Saturday. Like, and my friends, yep. once I laid that out, they're like, oh, okay, great. So like, I can ask you to hang out Friday, but like, we can't, we can't, or we can't do this. Or like Sundays are wide open. Let's go hiking. Let's go day trip, whatever. Yep. And once yep. I communicated that, it was like, my friends were like, oh, okay, perfect. Like that, that works out perfectly. But it just took me being really strong and, and communicating those things in, in my business as well to, for people to acknowledge it and respect it and then move on. Well, and I would say first it took you knowing what, you, what worked for you. It took you knowing, okay, I got to have my cutoff on Fridays at 11 so that I can get into work on Saturday morning. Like first you had to know what your boundaries are for you. Oh, that was definitely a hard lesson. To them clearly. For sure. Took me yeah, about two. Right? And it's like experimentation sometimes. Yep. Two hungover Saturdays and I was done. <laughs> like, You're like, well, that experiment's over. I was like, <laughs> I was like well, I'm never going to work hungover ever again. No. Well, then you have a, I don't know if you and your fiance plan to have children, but you will have, um, uh, it's good practice for the, what happens when drinking and children are involved because you never want a parent hungover. It is the worst possible thing. You feel like you want to die. And there are tiny humans that are relying on you for life. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) Oh God. Like, why did I send the babysitter away? like oh. well and and don't you like because i know for me knowing people's boundaries just takes anxiety away from me because yes. rather than me trying to guess and be like oh this is okay with this person but i'm not sure if it's okay with this person so if i'm five minutes late they'll be pissed but they like it's just like too much to manage right and so it's just like please just tell me Right. What is okay and what is not okay with you. And I'm really good at following directions yes. and respecting that. Yes. I'll just so save like, it to my spreadsheet. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, right? Like, I will mental note that stuff. Yes. Let me know the expectations so I can exceed them, for fuck's Ex- sake. Yeah. Yes. What yes. You want. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it's like, okay, well, now I know. And like we said at the beginning, it makes it so that the relationship isn't murky. Like you're providing somebody with a blueprint of how to meet and exceed expectations. And so they're like, awesome. You're making my life easier. Now I know like the rules of engagement here, like awesome. Great. I can proceed without guessing and all that wasted energy of having to figure it out. And for you, it's knowing how to love yourself best. Like what are the boundaries for you? Things like that. Yep. Yep. Y'all boundaries get it get on the train (laughs) well and it's so like i think that for so many of us the messages that are out there in the world are telling us not to have boundaries i mean how many of us grew up women especially learning that like no was a bad word 
right? Yeah. Like that it's that if you say no, you're not being helpful, you're not being kind, you're not being so we automatically are set up to fail because we're forced to overextend ourselves just because of some misguided belief that saying no is the wrong way to like no fuck right, that we have a vagina and we're supposed to be selfless and nurturing to everybody but ourselves and hug i everyone. reject that memo yeah i and reject like, the post-it yeah or like well, the, yeah. you need to give them a hug goodbye you need to you yeah. need to you know do this i'm like no right. i don't want i don't like touching people uh physical yep. touch is like negative 15 in my love language list um yeah <laughs> like I don't want to hug I love my grandmother I don't want to hug her goodbye like it's not like and I should have the option to say no yep right yep but we're taught it's like so, if I mean, you don't it's like rude a fine line right there's yeah, a fine right. Line teaching manners and 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 violating somebody's boundaries so like you know, when my four-year-old and we're like, all right, it's time to go. And she's upset because she doesn't want to leave. And so when she says, no, I'm not going to say goodnight. We laugh it off. You know, can you say thank you? No. All right. We're just going to go to the car. You know, she's appreciative because she said she has to leave. Like, yep. it's not about forcing a child to be, you know, one way or another, it's about saying like, I'm going to respect that they have feelings right now and we're going to just roll with it. Um, and, and it's hard, like, it's hard to, to navigate those waters when you're surrounded. Like my favorite example is the sharing thing. Right. Cause we don't share in our house. Like we have a rule that if it's yours and you're using it, you do not have to give it up. And we will, we would be for COVID and we'd like pick Samantha up from the, like the drop-in daycare. Cause she didn't go off to, like all the time. Like it was just the drop-in and you know, I'd hear, well, Samantha had trouble sharing today. I'm like, that's cause we don't share. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, think about the, think about the construct that we're setting up, right? Like I'm going to be using a pen and I'm going to be writing with a pen and another adult walks up to you and says, that's my turn. You have to share that. And you look like, <laughs> No. First of all, I'm actively writing and I'm using my pen. <laughs> Second of all, no, I don't have to. I do not have to share what is mine. It is not a requirement for living. Is it a nice thing to do? Is it nice? like we teach how to be generous and how to be gracious and how to do kind things for other people, but we don't force you to share because, you know, that's yep, like yep. you know somebody coming i really like that like, concept I borrow some toilet paper no you may not borrow some toilet paper you can but have i happily yeah. give it to you right well <laughs> and i think what you just said is such a perfect example of culture hacking and that's what we're doing we are hacking the culture that's around us right now and a lot of times it makes people who are comfortable in the current culture very uncomfortable yeah. and i'm okay with that because the culture in our family and with our people, we are surrounding ourselves with culture hackers. So we're all out here hacking the culture. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You're hacking the culture when it comes to sharing. We're hacking the culture of like, we didn't make our I, kids sit on Santa's lap. Like you will not see a picture of my child on Santa's lap unless he said to me, I want to sit on Santa's lap. And even then he's like sitting on the armchair because like, why are you sitting on a strange man's lap? Like weird. I don't care if he has a beard. Like oh it is like from the like it's it but it's we got creepy. so much slack yeah. for that. I got made fun of all the time of like, oh my God, Sarah, you're crazy. Like you're just taking this too far. You're ridiculous. And I'm like, no, I'm not having my child 
who doesn't have a voice yet sit on a strange man's lap like that right makes zero sense but then then turn around (laughs) and somebody yell at you for letting your child play unsupervised in the yard because stranger danger like but you sit them on this and then you put them on a giant rabbit like a an adult (laughs) human who is dressed up like a giant rabbit y'all i am so glad i don't have kids like y'all Listen to me. As a Jew, this was a very weird thing for me growing up, right? Like, we didn't have Santa. We didn't have the Easter Bunny. We didn't have all these things that, like, the, the Christian kids did. Like, I am telling you, it is strange. But do we embrace it? Like, my kid wants to go see Santa. Sure, we'll go embrace it, right? Like, we're not, we're whatever. But, like, as a child growing up, we didn't have those things. Right. Right. In the synagogue. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Well, and so I'm like, I'm totally cool with hacking culture. And I think that everybody needs to figure out what are they comfortable with? And if you're comfortable with it, go for it. Awesome. That's not a boundary for you. But if you're not comfortable with it, you're allowed to hack the culture and create your own rules, Mm -hmm. right? Make your own memo, say sharing doesn't happen in our house. We teach generosity instead, like whatever your jam is embrace it and teach it to others so that they have the blueprint of how to interact with you so that the relationship can be clear and not mucked up. Yep. And that's why we end the show every, every episode saying you do you. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's, this is not about, you know, we're not prescribing a way to be right. We are talking, we're having real conversations about other people's experiences who may, you know, who we know will have an impact on somebody listening. We know they will. We know that something that either one of us says or one of our guests says or that we we create some kind of insight or we we hold space for that. We know that there's going to be an impact made and that ripple effect is going to happen in the universe. And we also know that it's about like giving people the permission to be like, you know what, you do you. There's no right or wrong way to live your life. It's you have to do what's going to be in alignment for you. And as long as you're not hurting anybody else and you're not hurting yourself you do you boo absolutely that's like my motto my kids say it in the house it's so funny because they've heard and they're like you do you boo i love that yeah mine mine just my like just talk about podcast sarah can we have shirts can we have you do you shirts do you have shirts yes let's do that let's do it and we do um so like i collect sarah's and i collect scott's like it's a thing that like some people collect little you know those little willow tree figurines or cats or owl whatever I collect Scott's and Sarah's. And so in my house, they are designated within like very specific ways. My husband's name is Scott. And then there's also like another collection of Scott. There's painter Scott, there's coach Scott, there's like all, like all the, right. and then the Sarah's there's podcast Sarah, there's auntie Sarah, who's also known as Syracuse Sarah. And then there's realtor Sarah. And then <laughs> it literally goes on from there. So your kids are rocking around going, you do you boo. And mine's like, which who podcast <laughs> i love that uh, super duper fun we're having a dog issue well i heard the dog barking they're like right. screaming their heads off of my neighbor but that's okay so, i was like you can't even hear it so don't oh, worry God. i heard like, one muffle got yeah. it 
Uh, so you guys were talking about kids and stuff. So uh, we are we're anti kid, no kids. That's okay. Um, it but, totally is. Yes, it yeah. is. But I, we have, I have a niece. I support uh, that choice. I'm like, you are wise. You are a wise woman, especially right <laughs> now. Days, I will walk in and be like, I am regretting my life choices today. <laughs> well, so we just and got COVID, another dog. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we just got another dog. That's who is. Uh, he's work working in our neighbor. Um, but I have a niece, and so. So one thing that we practice a lot with her is like, yes, and, and mm-hmm. I try to do this in my life too, because I, I, I was saying no so much and I love saying no. I think it's a full sentence. I was saying no so much and then people stopped asking. Yep. So yep. what I've practiced is, yes, I would love to do something like that and I'm not totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I would love to come to your party this weekend and it's a pandemic, so I'm not mm-hmm. coming. You know, yeah. or I'm not comfortable with that. And so I really like that, that language and setting boundaries. It's like, yes, I, uh, that's great. And it's not where it's not in alignment with my beliefs. And it allows this, like, yeah. it allows you to communicate that boundary very quickly and very easily and to just end it there. Like, yes. Yep. And that's it. And yes. that goes back to our. Oh, I love that so much, Laura. Right? I love that. That's yeah. it's our and you know it's living your and life. You can be a wife and a mother and an entrepreneur and a career girl or a stay at home whatever it is. And you can believe, you know, in one thing and support somebody's uh, uh, decision to not believe in that same thing. Yep, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, like it's about living that and it's breaking that um, that dichotomous thinking. It's it's really. Um, I mean, if you want to get into the nitty gritty, we can, I mean, we're not going to give a lesson on DBT today, but <laughs> it's about, it's about taking that dialectical, <laughs> yep. it's taking that dialectical thinking and turning it into something that instead of, or it's the bridge is my DBT history that. showing, is it showing <laughs> <laughs> years of work showing? Okay, good. Was the the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's legit. Like there's a reason that um the the movements that are happening are happening right um there's a reason that that people are standing up and saying you know what this is bullshit we don't need to live that way anymore we can live this way Mm -hmm. um and it's because they're they're choosing to look at things differently i think the world needs a little more yes and Mm -hmm. right now yes Mm -hmm. they totally do yes because it just it there's space for other things in the end right Yes, yep. and I would like some chocolate mousse with that. I mean, it can really work for anything. Yes, and sure, I'd love to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Tom's like, do you want anything from the store? Like, do you want some candy? Yes, and that's not really in alignment with my uh, my vision for my Your diet right now or whatever. Yeah. Or yep. for, yeah. And so it, yep. I, re- I really like practicing that. And, and no, like I said, no is a complete sentence. But with my niece, we're trying to... Um, when we spend time around her, she's got a lot of anxiety as well. And so just getting her in the language of expressing how she feels and, and being able to set boundaries. And uh, I remember there's like this roller coaster story. I took her on this roller coaster and she was terrified. And we had ridden mm-hmm. all the biggest, fastest roller coasters at Carowinds. But we got to this one and it like you lay down and it flips you on your stomach and you go over like a like a uh a, no. like water and no. you're like fully strapped in from like head to toe like strapped in no. um, but, but she was still like little she was still like 
nine or ten um and I was like Kylie like you know do you want to go she's like yes and I'm terrified and I was like so you want to go yes and I'm scared and Mm -hmm. she kept saying yes and and I was like you can say no and she's like no no no, Aunt Laura I want to do it and I'm scared and I'm like okay Mm -hmm. well like let's work let's talk about it let's like work through let's rationalize those feelings let's you you know let's scared and put one foot in front of the other Yep. Or you can sit down and be like, peace out, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so it was really fascinating to hear her so young be like, yes, I want to do it, and. I was like, oh, oh like, this is like, okay, like, it working. Right, so, doesn't it make you so excited for the future? Yes! I'm like, all these amazing awakened children are coming oh, I into love this it. world. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> oh, man. I have to stay off Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Um, no, I think that there's, there's, uh, an opportunity for a lot of us that are going to be, uh, and it's not, it is, it's going back to that ripple effect, right? Like if you have one, if you can say one thing that's going to have an impact on somebody else and how they approach the world. Um, you know, I mean, my kids know they, my son's running around here somewhere. I don't know where he is. He's out there somewhere. But, um, I mean, he knows the, the mantra, like he'll have big feelings and we'll be like, feelings are neither good nor bad. They just are. It's just how you deal with them that sets you apart from, you know, the, the things that go bump in the night and you don't have to define yourself by what you feel. You define yourself by your actions. Mm-hmm. And so be helpful, be courteous, be generous, be kind and recognize that you're human and you're going to, you know, not always be perfect. Yep. That's okay. I love that. I'm I'm down for the shirts, for sure. Yes, I, I, we'll get shirts. Yeah, and we can add that to the whenever we have that live event that we're never yes. able to have. Thanks, COVID. We'll do it. We'll it's figure. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Jenny, I know. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two. I'm and gonna put it that, out there. Yes. And now that Laura is gonna be a guest, then she is in in this circle. She's in the circle. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yay! I feel like I'm getting initiated oh. into something. <laughs> All right. So if you had to leave our listeners with one thing, what do you think it would be? You want me to go first, Jenny? Yeah, sure. Okay. I would say knowing that you have the power to have a positive impact and create ripple effects in this world. And so you get to choose how you utilize that influence, right? of how you influence others and how and who you allow to accept the influence to flow to you. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, um, you know, that no matter what, um, putting your core values at the center of the decisions that you make and the intentions that you set out there, um, is going to make a big, difference in how you operate on the daily because it's really about making sure that you're setting the intentions that are going to be in alignment for you and you know when you're feeling out of alignment so recognize it that's the universe telling you like slow down like when you get those feelings of ajita and crankiness and and you know those self-doubts and those limiting beliefs and all those things that kind of start coming to the surface when you're out of alignment like stop check yourself before you wreck yourself 
and you know recognize that you have you know in, innately you have that power to to pull yourself back into alignment and and recognize what your core values are and and um you know just work to operate from that on the daily and you'll be happy and, and it'll ripple around you yep you just have to get really clear on those core values mm-hmm. yeah i can see them you right have now questions about it you can ask sarah I was gonna say, if you have a question, I'll send you a yes. worksheet. You can, you can get a PDF, walk you right through it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. I, I just oh, love so you, much, Jenny. So much goodness. So much you goodness. Need, everyone needs hype. Like I have my hype people, right? That they're like anywhere I go, I hear you know someone if they're there, like I get a shout out, and I know it's coming, and it like warms my heart. I'm Sarah's hype girl and it's like i've seen her in action i know how powerful her teachings are and so you know if you don't know or you should (laughs) it's that simple i mean i just like want to spend time around you too like i just want to be in like your (laughs) your your presence i just want to breathe in the goodness (laughs) sounds a little creepy we can make that happen (laughs) we totally can make that happen yeah we can make that happen Yeah. yeah i love it so yeah, I guess I'm gonna wrap things up for today because we awesome. talked a lot. Yeah. So if you're listening, obviously if you made it to the end, fantastic. Um, check out Girls Who Do Stuff. It's a really awesome podcast, and Sarah and Jenny are awesome. They've got lots of good stuff to to share. Uh, different people to interview. I will be on in about a month, I believe. Uh, we'll be doing an episode together, and we should have an episode out next monday we're working on every monday and we also have the instagram going fringe and flourish podcast as well as our website you can email us you can dm us um, but definitely check out the instagram and subscribe and like wherever you listen to your podcast otherwise have a also now on amazon music oh yes amazon music thanks for the reminder Um, have a great day and we will see you next monday Well, there you have it. That is the second part of our two-week, two-part episode with Sarah and Jenny from the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. It was an awesome segment to record. So make sure you check out both parts one and part two. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram, like, subscribe, and share wherever you get your podcast. And we will see you next week on Fringe and Flourish.